0: The Bible Study Podcast, Episode 499. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues and concludes the study on Christian maturity as we talk about service. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Thanks for joining me on this study of Christian maturity. We'll conclude it today as if one could ever conclude maturity, but we're going to talk about service and it seems when we're talking about the things that we do that there's no better place to go than the book of James. So these are some verses from James chapter 2 verses 14 through 26. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. As we talk about Christian maturity, we need to talk about the things we do, we need to talk about service. Now, I have a sort of a personal story in terms of how I got involved in some of the things that I do, for instance, the prison ministry that I don't know if I've shared on the podcast or at least shared recently. My home church, Bethel Lutheran Church in Cupertino, California, did a study years ago now, more than a decade ago, on the purpose-driven life where we broke up into small groups, we encouraged everybody to join, and we read through the book. And I enjoyed the book, and I enjoyed some of the challenges that came from it, but little did I know that when we got to the chapter on mission, that it would have a profound impact on my life. When we were talking about ministry, the things that we do in the church, it was fairly easy for me to see what I did because I was at that time an adult education teacher teacher within the church i had for many years taught adult sunday school and things like that since i was a young man coming out of college and i got to the chapter on mission though and it was defined in that book as being well what do you do outside the church and i had nothing <laughs> i didn't have anything i was doing outside the church i wasn't doing this bible study podcast yet i wasn't doing anything else and so when we held a mission fair which we held pretty much every year at that time at least, I went with an eye to, is there something here I am called to do? I had had, at the time high school-aged kids, and I knew that I liked teenagers. I liked them, and I liked their friends. I liked hanging around with them. And so I was interested as I was talking to the chaplain who came in from Juvenile Hall, and she was telling me that there had been changes in Juvenile Hall. Now, our church had been involved in that ministry for some time, and People had invited me many, many times to come to that, and it was a worship service was what they were doing, and I just didn't feel called to that. She said they were doing some changes, and now they were going to do small group Bible studies in the units. Well, there's something I know. There's something I can do. There's something that I feel more called to. And as we talked, my heart broke for the kids that she was talking about, and that's one of those signs that you need to pay attention to is when you do feel compassion for a particular ministry or for the people who are ministered to by that ministry, or in this case, that mission. And so I got involved in prison ministry and have been involved for over a decade at this point. And I think about how we work out our faith when we talk about a Christian maturity. You know, James talks here about if you want to show me your faith, don't just tell me you have faith. Show it to me. Show it to me by what you do. That the natural outpouring of that fruit that is growing in us, that love, that joy, that peace, that patience is to do something with it. And I think of two particular families. One is the Moral family that we support that are missionaries in France with interversity Christian fellowship doing ministry in a college and they're doing ministry to foreign students, particularly to Muslim students who come in who would have no opportunity to hear the gospel in their country where it may in fact be illegal to proselytize, but who have this unique opportunity of being in a country where it is not illegal. They are expressing some of that love, some of that love for people who don't know Jesus in this ministry. And every day my prayer for them is, is to bless the ministry and the prayer for the church is that we could show more of that love that i see them showing to people who don't know jesus they exemplify for me some of that how does love work its way out what does it mean to love those who are enemies maybe even love those who don't know god love those who are not like us and i see that in their ministry and the other people i think of is another couple that we support who are in Austria, who are in Strasbourg in Austria, and they're doing a couple different ministries. They're doing a ministry with a choir that is bringing hope to the town of Munchausen, which was a place where a concentration camp was in World War II. It's a town that is spiritually scarred and also doing ministry to kids who are younger than drinking age, but are drinking anyway in the bars on the weekends and getting passed out drunk, and they're doing a ministry called Street Angels where they go and they care for these kids. It's not just a ministry where they go and they preach at kids. In fact, I don't know that they do a lot of preaching. They do a lot of listening. They do a lot of caring for But when I meet with them, when when they come back in the summer and talk about what's going on and their family talks about things, I, I see in them a great joy, a great joy for service. And again, I think part of that maturity is taking that joy, that love for Jesus, that joy of being a Christian and being able to connect to the presence of God and expressing it, and they express it in music, And they express it in this care for drunken and sick kids. And every day my prayer is for their ministry, but my prayer is also for God's church, that we could have the kind of contagious joy that I see in them. And that's, I think, part of the reason that I'm tying here together the fruit of the Spirit with service, is that I think what we're called to is contagious faith. We're called to faith where our love that is expressed is contagious. We're called so that when that the joy that comes from our faith is contagious. We're called so that peace that we find, that peace that passes understanding, is something that people desire when they see it in us. That they wonder why we're patient, and it leads them to Jesus. That they wonder why we're long-suffering, and it leads them to Jesus. That they wonder why we're gentle, and it leads them to Jesus. We are called to lives of service. We are called to lives that express in big ways and small in our neighborhoods and worldwide what Christ has done for us and our response to Him. And part of our maturity is not just growing into the fruit of the Spirit, but finding that place, that thing that breaks the heart of God, that breaks our heart also, that thing that calls us to ministry and calls us to service, a place where we are passionate about solving this problem or serving those people. And I pray that you will find this week and in the years to come that place of passion for you, that place of service and ministry and mission for you. With that, we end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast, the 499th episode of the Bible Study Podcast. I honestly don't know what to do for episode 500, but we'll find out next week. If you have any questions, send an email to host at Podcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. What happens when a writer and former history teacher goes toe-to-toe with his best friend, a nationally touring stand-up comedian? total carnage that's what two men enter and two men leave because that's how it works (laughs) actually you get hilarious real and insightful conversations about life history culture faith and everything in between join me comedian johnny w and my pal author and speaker john driver for talk about that at lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts